LifeWay Leadership Podcast Network. Hey, everybody. Before we jump into Ask Me Anything for today, I want to tell you about a company named Belay. You know, no matter how many people that you have on staff at your church, whether there's a few or a lot, there's only so much that you can accomplish in a day, right? Your church exists to serve your community. So the mission of your church and its staff is to reach as many people as you can. That's why productivity is not just a, a business practice. It's essential. It's essential in, in being the best steward of your time that you can be and to use the most of your church's resources in being successful in the things God has called you to. Thankfully, our friends at Belay know this really well. Belay, an innovative staffing solution with over 10 years of experience serving churches, has successfully matched thousands of organizations with part-time virtual assistants, bookkeepers, and social media strategists. You, you thought, you know, I, I need somebody, but just not, not, not for the whole time. Well, they're your partner for this. That's why they're offering our listeners a free download of their resource, Church Leaders, Essential Strategies to Unleash Productivity. Let Belay help your church live its mission in your community by helping you juggle less and accomplish more. Just go to Belay, that's B-E-L-A-Y, solutions.com slash Lifeway for your free download. And now I hope you enjoy Ask Me Anything. Hey everybody, welcome to Ask Me Anything. I am Matt Love. I'm here with JD Greer. I the illustrious Matt the Love. The illustrious Matt Love. Uh, and and JD, we got a great question. The question is, can we change God's mind in prayer? But before we hop into that, um, you just wrote a book about prayer. We answered this and some other questions called Just Ask. And despite trying to seemingly deliberately confuse people with having a book called Just Ask and a podcast called Ask Me Anything, <laughs> help us understand why Why is the book called Just so Ask? So many people have asked me, like, oh, is this a book about Ask Me Anything? I'm like, what kind of book would you write about Ask Me Anything? And they say, well, maybe he's like taking some of the best questions. And we thought, well, that's actually a pretty good book idea. But no, this book has nothing to do with Ask Me Anything. Um, Just Ask is really, it's the idea that prayer is a very simple relationship that we complicate. Many people really struggle to develop a prayer life, and there are multiple reasons reasons for that I deal with throughout the book but one of the reasons that they struggle is because they're just always wondering like is you know am I praying the right way have I got the right posture have I got the right attitude am I using the right words when when the analogy that drives almost all of Jesus's teaching about prayer in the gospels is you pray like a child and when my children come to me and talk to me about anything they don't you know go back and reflect on on you know what their heart is or or or, or what I'm going to think about their request they just bring me what they need and they just ask they just ask boldly and shamelessly and that is a a driving a driving concept in how we relate to God that he's our father I learned that concept from the Gospels, but you know, really through the help of, of Paul Miller, um, who I had the privilege of writing the foreword for this book. His book, A Praying Life, was very instrumental, impacting on my life. And he, um, in that book, he 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 just he basically unpacks the simplicity of that relationship in prayer. So that's where the title comes from. Just ask. Stop thinking about it. Just ask. That's the relationship. That's awesome. So that's kind of a little pre thing. But so the the question for today is, can you change God's mind in prayer? But but maybe even before. We get there because I feel like as I ask that question, the thing that pops in my head is if God is sovereign, he's in control of everything, why why even pray? Like, what's the point? He's doing what he's going to do. Why pray anyway? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, when you begin to learn the truths about the sovereignty of God, um, they can be kind of 
confusing to say the least because you think like, well, if God knows the end from the beginning and um, God has appointed certain things, then then if I pray, am I just praying that God will do what he's already going to do? And if I don't pray, it's going to happen anyway. Um, you know, the, 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 there's an easy way to get your mind all twisted out of shape there. One of my favorite simple uh, analogies that, you know, responds to this was something that a guy named A.A. A. Hodge, who was one of the old Princeton theologians, um, Charles Hodge's uh, father, A.A. Um, a. Hodge, uh, he, he, he basically said it like this. Um, he said, does God know the day that you'll die? Yes. Has he appointed that day? Yes. Um, can anything you do really change that day? No. Well, then why do you eat? Well, you eat to stay alive. What happens if you don't eat? Then you'll die. Well, if you don't eat, and then you die. Would that be the day that God had preordained, preappointed for you to die? A. A. Hodge, you know, in his commentary, pauses near paragraph. Stop asking stupid questions and just eat, <laughs> because eating is the preordained way that God has set for living. Well, in the same way, prayer is the means that God has preordained for getting His will done. Um, and so, when when a guy like John Wesley says, "I'm convinced that God does nothing on earth except in answer to prayer," w- w- what that means is that He has hardwired the universe so that what He does on earth is in response to prayer. So instead of sitting around paralyzed by thoughts about the sovereignty of God, I need to do what He's told me to do and obey where he's told me to obey, and that is to, to just pray. I love how um, you know John Calvin, who we obviously credit with Calvinism and a lot of teaching on predestination, his favorite verse was Deuteronomy 29, 29, which says there are secret things that belong to the Lord our God, but things that are revealed that belong to us and our children. What belongs to the, so- to, to the secret knowledge of God are the counsels and the inner workings of his sovereignty. What belongs to us are the revealed commands to obey. So don't sit around in paralyzed disobedience contemplating things that are too high and too wonderful for you um, it, and, 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 and fail to do the one thing that is commanded of you, which is to pray so that God executes his will and brings his power on earth through your prayers. Okay, so, so we definitely should pray. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's good. That's what you took from that. <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll, take take I'll take yeah. it. Yeah, um, but, but back to the kind of question we were wanting to ask today is, can you change God's mind in prayer? All right, so God, like I said, God's sovereign, but we, do, we still want to pray. We want to engage with him. Can we change God's mind in prayer? Yeah, so <laughs> it's a little bit of a trap question because— as are all the best ask me anything questions. <laughs> because there's a, a story in the Bible, in Exodus, where it literally says God repented. Like, and, and in Hebrew, that means God changed his mind. So, yes, you, Moses changed God's mind in prayer. But in the same, you know, in the same books of the Bible, it says things like God knows the end from the beginning and I am the Lord, I change not. Um, and it, by the way, it's not like Moses who was writing the story in, in, in the book of, uh, of Exodus forgot that. I mean, he's the, he's the same one who taught us those things. And so there's a tension that you have to hold in scripture of, yes, God is sovereign, but God enters into relationship with us. And because he's hardwired the universe to run on prayer and because he does nothing except an answer to prayer, um, he puts us in situations to pray so that God, um, then uses the prayers that we are praying to be the vehicle through which he executes his will. Uh, my friend David Platt, um, I taught one time on this, and I remember he used like three kind of points. And, you know, and just in, in classic David Platt fashion, they all kind of they, they just have symmetry. I, I don't think <laughs> I can improve on them. He said, first of all, God's purposes are unchanging. 
And Moses himself wrote in, in you know Numbers twenty three nineteen, I am God. There is none like me. I have planned it. I will do it. Um, I said it. I'm going to bring it about. I don't change. I do all my will. So that's a truth that Moses wants us to know that God doesn't change. He knows the end from the beginning. He says, but the twin truth is that God's plans are unfolding. I don't know what those things are. And because, um, and that leads to, to truth number three, which is our prayers are instrumental because God's plans are unfolding. It's my prayers that, that are going to be the vehicles through which God accomplishes that will. To go back to that A.A. A. Hodge quote, rather than sitting around saying, you know, if I don't eat and I, and I die, is that the day that God has preordained for me to die? Well, if I don't pray, is that going to happen anyway? Just pray. Praying is the preordained way that God has set for executing his will. What that means is that when you've got a situation, and, and, and this is probably one of the biggest things that I've learned about prayer over the last few years, is that God will sometimes put you in situations where he wants you to persist and ask and ask and ask. Honestly, Matt, I'm not sure I understand all the reasons why, but I know that almost everything Jesus taught in the book of Luke about prayer had this theme of knocking and repetition and asking and not giving up because that is the way that God has set for, for, the, um, for the, the execution of his will on earth is through your constant, persistent praying. So don't give up. Don't give up. Keep praying. Paul in the Bible had to be told to stop praying. Like, you know, God sent an angel down. He's like, cut it out. You're asking for this too much. Until that happens, keep asking what you believe God has put on your heart. That's good. JD, that's super helpful. And and like I said earlier, um, this is just one of a number of questions that JD is kind of answering in his new book that's called Just Ask. Um, and yeah, that's- Matt, I'll just gotta say this, for better or for worse, I feel like for all my life I've a little been a little bit of a skeptic and hard question, kind of like I just chew on him. And so when I read a book, I just I really want it to get into some of those questions. And and that's what this does. It's like, why don't we pray? And what are the mental and theological obstacles? And how do we start? So I hope it's helpful as people. A lot of people I find had these same questions, and they're, they almost are afraid to articulate them. Well, because I do think prayer is one of those things for Christians that it's like we all think, we all feel like we should know exactly how it's how it works and mm. what we're supposed to be doing. So we but fake we, it. <laughs> but we all have these doubts about what it actually is. And like right. you're talking about, can I change God's mind? What is the point? But I think it's helpful, like you're saying, to just articulate those tough questions and engage with them. So, um, like I said, that that's going to be you know in this new book. So you can actually go find uh, any information about that new book. It's available, and you can get it right now at thegoodbook.com. Yeah, I think you can pre-order it also on Amazon or Barnes or wherever books are sold. Yes, is Books a Million still a thing? Um, <laughs> and then if you just want other good leadership, you know, information, you like this podcast, you want another one, um, you should check out the Unseen Leadership Podcast. It's for young leaders. It explores stories that have made leaders who they are today. And they've interviewed people like Mike Kelsey, Michael Hyatt, Trevin Wax. Really good. So just look up Unseen Leadership on your favorite podcasting app and subscribe today. And we will see you next time on Ask Me Anything.